listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. You can also find me behind the desk at Bossy Copy College, a tone of voice and creative copy course that helps new businesses launch with a bang. Every week, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom and quizzing creative experts on exactly how to build a big, bold brand. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. And a quick PSA before we get started, don't forget to head to bossycreative.com to download Can I Get Your Attention, my free four-step workbook for writing an About Us page or bio that stops readers in their tracks. Hey, welcome to episode 36 of The Bossy Type. If you caught up on last week's episode, you'll know that we chatted about email marketing and in particular crafting subject lines that people just cannot resist. But your e-newsletters are actually not the only emails you need to consider. And I'm not even talking about your everyday emails either. (laughs) In fact, there is a whole other set of emails that are probably the most important and that is your automated emails aka the emails that always get completely forgotten about because despite there being overwhelming proof that a really great automated email sequence is a non-negotiable, this is one area that I always see brands falling flat, especially in the early days because business owners don't tend to pay as much attention to their email sequence as say their website or their packaging, those really big pieces that people think of when they think of a brand. This is usually because in the business owner's mind, those things, the website and the packaging and everything else that first comes to mind, need to be really attention grabbing, on brand and of course, highly Instagrammable. So it eats up loads of their time and energy and budget that's allocated to building their brand and getting it off the ground. The email sequences, on the other hand, are something that we'll always get around to later. They're definitely not on the top of the priority list. And we think we're going to revisit them once we have more time or energy or money in the bank. But it's kind of like cleaning out your wardrobe. It's one of those tasks you say you're going to do and then you never actually get around to it because the days get really busy and your business starts to take off. And soon enough, there are a million and one jobs to do. And I think deep down, we know that our email provider like MailChimp will send out a standard response when somebody purchases a product. So we just kind of rely on those and we think that they're fine for now except they're not. So today I'm going to run through the four email flows that you absolutely need if you are an e-com business and you really need to carve out some time to create them. They're not long emails and I've even got some suggestions on how you can make the process even quicker and you just need to set them up once and then you never have to return to them pretty much ever again. I'm not going to touch on the subject lines because obviously we went into depth with those last week, but if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd recommend that you go back after this one because you're going to score some good advice on the subject lines that you should be pairing with each of the emails that I'm going to suggest. Okay, so the first email flow that I recommend is your welcome email flow. So think of this email as the ticket into the club. It's the very first impression that your customer or potential customer is going to get once they sign up to your mailing list. So you need to make sure it's really, really impressive. 
It is your chance to welcome subscribers with open arms and remind them that they've made a very good decision by joining your mailing list. And it's also a chance to give them a taste of what they might expect from you in the future. So for your welcome email flow, I usually have three in mind. So the first one being a hello to your customer and a thank you for signing up. If you want to add a second email into the flow, it could be something like getting to know us. So you might be suggesting that they buy one of the products or they read your blog or they follow you on social channels. And then the third email is something like shop our best sellers or our top picks. So those are the three that I would normally do if it was a lengthy email flow. However, you can condense it down to just one email, which is what a lot of clients and businesses choose to do. So this one email can kind of combine all of those things in one. And some things that I would generally include here are a catchy tagline or header, because obviously the main point is to grab their attention. And then I would usually try and weave in kind of like three to four facts about your business. So this could be the best parts of your business that might sum you up, or it might also imply why the reader needs you in their life. And it's something that you really want to highlight about your business. So what are your points of difference? Because we want to really minimize wordiness, you might choose to communicate these points in a different way. So it might be in very short and snappy one-liners, or you might even choose to use illustrated icons. At the end of that, you might choose to send them to your shop or to have a look at your bestsellers or maybe to read a blog or wherever you want to push them to. The second email flow that I would recommend is your post-purchase email flow. So like I said, many brands often rely on the automated confirmation that their email platform sends or their shopping platform sends, but we're going to take it one step further with really cute branded emails. This extra step doesn't really take too much more of your time or energy, but it does so much for your business and how people perceive you. Aside from ensuring that every touch point is consistent, because we all know it's about being consistent and on brand, your customers will honestly remember these small touches. Think about when you've received a really great email after you've purchased something. It's something that sticks with you and they'll remember how they were made to feel when they purchased from you. When done well, your post-purchase email or emails really tells your customer that they're just not another sale and they're actually a value customer and part of your community. So again, I usually recommend three emails in this sequence if you choose to do up to three emails. The first one will be all about confirming their order. The second one will be letting them know that their order has been shipped. And then if you choose to add a third one in, it's a good opportunity to ask them to leave a review. If you do wanna condense this down and you're not into sending three post-purchase emails, then I would recommend two in this sequence. So the first one being that your order has been confirmed and thanking them for their order. And the second one being your order has shipped. So if you do want to ask them to leave a review, but you don't want to be sending a third email, you could just add that onto the bottom of the second email and encourage them to come back once they've received their order. In these emails, you want to keep them very simple. The whole point here is to provide some information. If somebody has purchased something, they just want to know where their item is. <laughs> so include a very clear header and it can still be, you know, really friendly or it can still be a little bit creative, but you want to get the point across in as little words as possible. 
The body copy of the email will simply focus on the details, so letting them know what they've purchased and how much they paid for it, when they can expect their order. That might be what you include in the first email. And then obviously when you send the email to say the item has been shipped, you'll include a tracking link and all of that vital info. So you don't really need to be too wordy. You don't need to go into detail. You can just give them the need to know and you can use the minimal copy that you do have to really express your tone of voice as well. So even though you are only kind of giving them the need to know details, it doesn't mean you have to be boring because like I said before, it's all about consistency. So you really need to think about how would my brand persona or how would my tone of voice explain these details to the customer? So obviously, if you have a very creative brand or a fictional character, they're going to say that in a really upbeat, bold or fun or playful way. Whereas if you have a very professional tone, then it might be completely different. So really think about how your brand would share that information and don't just rely on writing the standard copy because even though it is just a confirmation email or a shipped email, it still needs to be written in your tone of voice. The third email flow I would suggest is your abandoned cart email. So let's imagine that someone has dropped by your your online store, they've had a look around and they've liked what they've seen so much so that they've actually added something to their cart. So that is a huge feat. You should give yourself a pat on the back. But then sadly, they ghost you, which happens all the time. So something has caused them to leave your site without completing their purchase. Maybe your shipping fee is quite high or maybe they've just changed their mind. Your abandoned cart email is designed to get them back and also improve your relationship with them as well as nabbing the sale. So if you want to do a bit of an extended flow here, the two emails that I would suggest are the first one is you left items in your cart and just encourage them to come back to complete their order. And the second one is your cart is expiring. Here's a discount. So the second email has a little bit of a sweetener. If you do want to condense it down to just one email, you can combine the two. So this one email would remind them that they've left items in their cart and then it might give them a discount straight up if you're using one. So things to include here, again, we're going to add in a very clear but creative header because we want to grab their attention, but we also want to make it clear that if you're giving something away like a discount. You can also keep this email quite simple, just like your confirmation and shipped emails by just including some body copy that has details of what they've left in their cart if and when it's expiring and anything else they need to know, like if they have a discount and a code that they might need to use. After the body copy, you need a really eye-catching CTA or call to action to actually encourage them to go back to their cart or complete their order. So this email in total with the header and the body copy might only be a couple of lines. So this is what I mean by they don't take long to write and set up and you don't need to come back to them basically ever again. So it doesn't take much time to implement them, but it means so much for the customer experience. As with all the other emails, make sure you're really considering how your tone of voice would communicate this information, not just the first thing that comes to your mind. And the fourth email flow that I would suggest is your win back emails. So this email's one and only job is to, like the name suggests, win back your customers. So maybe they ordered something from you once or twice before and then just like our friends who have been in their cart, they have completely ghosted you. So we need to try and get them back. But be careful because not all businesses need win back emails. So as an example, if you sell 
products that last a decade, um, like a fridge, for example, (laughs) then you probably don't want to be emailing your customers a year down the track to purchase another one because that's, first of all, just plain annoying, but it also shows that you probably don't trust the quality of your product. On the other hand, if you sell something that we can never have enough of, like shoes, or that we run out of regularly, like skincare, then a win-back email needs to be a really important part of your email strategy. So there is two emails that I would suggest in this flow if you want to do a slightly extended email flow. The first one is to say, hey, it's been a while, come back. And the second one is to give them that sweetener. So here's a discount to shop with us again. There is actually another kind of win back email that I often use and it's for businesses that sell products that run out and this is more of a refill reminder. So things like cleaning products is a good example or I guess you could use it for skincare as well. So a refill reminder can be scheduled for a set amount of time after a purchase when the customer is likely to have used up their product. So think their perfume, Uh, coffee, it could be their face scrub, it could be their favorite candle. And this refill reminder will do just that. It will remind them that they should be due for a refill by now and invite them to top up. So it really depends on what your business is and what you sell, but you can condense this information into one or two emails if you like. So if you are just wanting to send one email, you might like to communicate that, hey, it's been a while, or you're due for a top up. And also here's a discount to shop with us again. So things that you might include in this email, again, we're going to keep it really short and sweet. We're going to add in a very clear but attention grabbing heading. And then in the body copy, we're going to share the details that they need to know. So that might just be you saying that you miss them and you want to give them a discount to come back. Make sure after that you add in that really clear call to action so they know what to do and they can head back to your store to purchase. The other really important thing to remember is to make sure it's written in your tone of voice as always. So think about your win back email. How would your brand ask this customer to come back or how would your brand persona or brand character ask this customer to come back? Often you can write this in a really fun tone that grabs their attention and really reminds them why they purchased from you in the first place, which can be enough to encourage them to buy again. So of course, there are plenty of other things that you can add into your automated email strategy, but at a minimum as an e-com business, you definitely need your welcome, post-purchase, abandoned cart and win back emails. Otherwise, you're really not doing much for your customer experience and you're also kind of leaving money on the table. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelled A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.